Club Talk Radio. Welcome everyone, this is the Freedom Girl Sisterhood, and I'm your Freedom Coach, Dawn Scott Damon. And once again, it is great to be with you. You know what? I love talking to you sisters out there. I really enjoy, amen, I just really enjoy bringing you motivation and encouragement and strength. And I just hope that you feel empowered by being a part of the Freedom Girl Sisterhood. This is the show where women help women live full and free lives. That's what we're doing. And we're doing kind of a reprise today. I have Wanda Sanchez with me. In yeah. the studio, in the flesh, in the flesh. Do the do the whistle. Hello, sisters. Sister, sisters. God bless you, sister. God bless you, sister. You know, one of these times we're going to have to do a podcast in our aliases, don't you think? I think it'd be fabulous. I think it'd be Damon. I think it'd be awesome. Jesus would be here with us. Jesus would be. (laughs) We're entertaining ourselves. But you know what else? I think we could say something that Dawn and Wanda wouldn't necessarily say. Oh, yes. But Essie would say it. And I would. Sister. Show and show. <laughs> oh, well, good evening, everybody. We're glad that you're with us. And I am excited to have you with me because we're doing kind of a reprise. Uh, last week we did a podcast on self-worth and self-esteem. And what the listener doesn't realize that you had a real aha moment last week. Oh, yeah. There was something that really spoke to you. In fact, you wrote a blog about it on your website, uh, com. I blogged on self-worth as well on dawnscottdamon.com. But um, I thought it would be cool for our listeners to hear a little bit of your story, what the light went on. I mean, your, even your face was just different. Tell us. We were talking about self-esteem and the difference between uh, self-esteem and self-worth, which I had never even thought about before. Um I've always okay, just thought so I, it was all the same thing, all of it based on me doing things well, uh-huh. right? Uh, whatever it may be, uh, that my 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 worth was based on the things uh, that I did or didn't do, right? Um, because we were saying that self-esteem, and this isn't wrong, but self-esteem is derived often from the things that we accomplish. We feel good about ourselves. Right. It's a happy feeling. It's a happy feeling. But if we don't do something, then our self-esteem goes down, and that's not a happy feeling. Again, it's circumstantial, right? But self-worth is based on who we are and our value that we have because it's intrinsic. It's because of who God made us. And whether I'm performing or not performing, I'm still valuable. So you were... Yeah, so, um, you know, as you were talking and and saying what you said right now, it just hit me like a ton of bricks that... um, I, I mean, I just never considered that my worth or the thing that I, that I should be mostly concerned with, you know, more than being esteemed by other people or, you know, feeding my own ego would be, you know, um, my self-worth. And how different that is, it's not based on that, really. I mean, it's based on who God says I am. It has nothing to do with... Who all, who all the board members in my head say I am. Yeah, right? Oh, <laughs> you, you know? got board members in your head. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, they they want to rule the roost, right? And, um, you know, it's not based on any of that stuff. Yeah, it's based on who God is, really, and who He said I am. Yeah, that is so cool. It's kind of like I could say, yeah, it's not. It's really not my responsibility. I mean, it kind of is, but you know what I mean. Yeah, it's, it's not, not your not responsibility. It's not your responsibility to be valuable. You already are valuable. Exactly. Being. What are we? Being what are we valuable. to look at? I can't. Like, Doing valuable, right? You know yeah, I mean? we're human beings, right? Not exactly human doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So I mean, that was like huge for me because that moves right. out. It's like um, that moves into a different place um, where where rules and and I can be free to be me. I'm gonna sing now. <laughs> we said we're gonna get you to sing on the show one of these times. But the authentic you, the person that you really are, the core of your being. You know, so very often many of us have an authentic self that is really kind of in a cave, kind of hiding, right? In the dark place. We don't really show her to the world very often because what if she's rejected or what if I'm not good enough? Or what if no one likes me or I fail? And so we, we keep that core of us. We we're not willing to be vulnerable. We're not as brave as we should be to be authentically who we are, because we feel our value will go down. That's good. Because I think people are confused about the two. Yeah. You know, I think that, I mean, I know, I, for me, I was. And and knowing that, um, that I mean, it's, I felt like my whole perspective shifted. Well, it was fun to watch you that, that day because you you staggered, you stopped, and you went, Holy cow! Whoa! Wow! <laughs> yeah, and I remember always is like your face. Face was just lit, all lit oh, up. When that happens, I get kind of dizzy. You know, I get, it's just like overwhelming to me when yeah. something hits me like that. Yeah. So because it's kind of for me, that's a life changing thing. Yeah. It frees okay. me. It gets, gives me freedom because it's not based on me again. Right. You know, and, and it's based on the truth. And if you're absolutely convinced of that truth, mm-hmm. it changes the way you live. the way you think and the way you, I mean, just since that day, I've been thinking differently about things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, awesome. that day. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, so. Yeah, it's a game changer. It is a game changer. I get okay. responsible for more things. Yes. Because that's okay. another thing that truth does. Yeah, uh-huh. It, you, you have to own your stuff. And, yeah. And so then I get responsible for that stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, I got to take care of it. Right. Um, so right. I got to take care of it. And so, you know, um, it's just a whole new, I feel like I grew up a little bit. Awesome. Which is Thank you. Great. Yeah. And well, and for the listener who doesn't maybe know some of your story, the thing that's really awesome is that, you know, you weren't raised in a palace by any means. You weren't even raised, you know, in the little white house with the picket fence. That that dream of what you had hoped for, thought, the expectation maybe that any little girl would have of their life. I don't know how old you were when you realized, oh, that's not going to be my life. That's not me. Yeah, pretty early. It's like six years old, I think, was pretty much it. Yeah. So maybe you could just share a little bit about your upbringing or or why it's so um, important for you or this is such a revelation to realize your value because you didn't have a lot of that speaking into your life in your developmental years. Right. No, I I didn't. I I did have, though, praying grandparents. Yeah. Wow. Say that much. Yeah, my grandparents who are the best humans on the earth. I have yeah. two. I have one left. Okay. Aww. And um, but 
Don't uh, you just, aren't you so thankful for grandparents? Oh, my goodness. I have said that all of my life, yeah. you know, that uh, they were God's gift to me. What I lacked in parents, yeah. <laughs> you made up for in grandparents, grandparents, certainly. Yeah, and, and you know, of course, I was the first grandchild, so it's spoiled rotten and I was yeah. favorite. Ha, ha. No. <laughs> uh, but <clears throat> my home life was um, very different, and it was a secret from most people. Um, my parents were very, very young and very, very broken and as a result, they were addicts, alcoholics, and drug addicts. And the lifestyle that goes with that is crazy and dangerous. And and so um, after a lot of different run-ins with the law and stretches in jail and stuff, um, my parents were finally placed in prison mm-hmm. after SWAT raided the house and the FBI and oh, stuff. Oh, man. And, were you there? Yes. Oh, boy. Um, and so they took them away um in the back of a different police cars. And I remember standing in the, in the street, just, I couldn't even believe that happened. I was trying to, I mean, I was, you know, trying to keep the family together. Right. I was the eldest of four kids, and so um, I had babies to take care of. Yeah. Um, so. Um, who was taking care of you? Uh, me. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and once in a while, my grandfather, who, vis- who would visit my papa, who, who would come and rescue me. And, yeah. Um, so anyway, um, it was a broken, broken home. I was broken. I was a broken girl. My parents went into prison. They got rehab. Found the Lord inside. They divorced while they were inside. Also, they um, but they found God, and it was not jailhouse religion. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> God saved them and changed them. Mm, thank you, Lord. And um, made them different people. Mm-hmm. And so they were kind of being taken care of in the system, sort of. Mm-hmm. I was in the same system, but for children, and they didn't. They didn't, you know, you didn't have counseling. You didn't have problems. Yeah, right, well, right. Children don't old, have problems. You know, yeah. yeah. Sure. So um, my trauma went unaddressed until I was 48 years old. Mm. Um, and so, and at which point I was diagnosed with CPTSD, which is complex post-traumatic stress disorder. So um, mm-hmm. it's been a just a lifetime of, of zero self-esteem. Yes. Zero self-worth, even less than self-esteem. Yeah. Because self-esteem, again, is circumstantial. Right. I was great at my job. So I can get, I got applause and and kudos from people right. because of the things I did. Yes. So I could get those, and I had those. Mm-hmm. I was falling apart; no one knew I was dying. But mm-hmm. I could show you the smile, and for a minute, feel really good that that yeah, I know I did a great job. That right. gave me my whatever. You yeah, know. enough impetus to keep going <clears> for the <throat> next keep going, day. Right. But in terms of self worth, I mean, I told you last week. I woke up with a. In a memorized script of the things I would say to myself every morning that I opened my eyes. And those were really uh, negative things they that you were, were saying. Foul and profane, yeah. period. Mm, just so sad. Cursing yourself and cursing the morning that you even woke up. Calling myself names you, I would never even say out loud to other people. Mm-hmm. That's true. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, um, yeah it was, um, I mean, it's been a struggle to break free from that in the last five years since I got here to Grand Rapids, that's certainly been mm-hmm. unflowering. You know, I've been right. pulling the petals back. and yep. <laughs> It's been a, a blooming issue in your yeah. life that you've been in, but there's another blooming that's been going on as well. Oh, yeah, the pruning yeah. is the, the, I like the pruning part. Yeah. You know, uh, it's not fun and it's not comfortable no. and, it's hurt, and it hurts, but uh, it's the good thing because Something has to die before something resurrects. Yeah, something right? has to die. And the fruit of it is just beautiful, you know, to see the new things that God is doing in your life. And that's why I, I love having you on the program because you keep it real. 
you know. I I mean, I I sometimes get in trouble for that because I, you know, I, I don't <laughs> know. too real. Yeah, sometimes I do, but yeah. Um, but you can keep me. In yeah. line. And then sister show and show. She gets upset, but <laughs> so yeah, self esteem. That's a foreign. That was just such a foreign concept to you. Just something that you had never considered. I certainly knew about it. The concept. I I have a lot of friends, and I, I know that people have that. Mm-hmm. I just never thought about self worth being different than that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that. Self-esteem is based on me and all what I can do and what right. I can blah, blah, blah. Or what you see when you look in the mirror, <clears throat> Look what's looking back. We have to be the right size. Oh, my goodness, girl. Shelly can tell you. I didn't look in the mirror. I could put my makeup on without a mirror. Wow, yeah. I could mm-hmm. still do that. Because you didn't want to look I in the mirror? didn't want to look in the mirror. I had mirror. I had no mirrors in my apartment where I lived mm-hmm. by myself. No mirrors. Mm-hmm. And if there was one, it was covered. <clears throat> I, didn't, I didn't do mirrors. Mm-hmm. And I didn't do pictures. You know that. Right, yep. Um, I mm-hmm. had friends across the country that have never had ever seen my face. Had been mm-hmm. friends for ten years, and they didn't know what you looked and like. And they didn't know what I looked like because you just were not willing to show yourself. Because no, I had um, trauma around cameras and pictures and okay. stuff like that, and so I, which I really didn't put together until I got older. Mm-hmm. But of course, so that that's so, that's sort of part of it. But the most of it was I was just ashamed mm-hmm. of what I looked like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and the enemy's lies get in there. Satan is attracted to the wounded areas of our life, and he attaches his influence to the broken areas of our life and really weaves a pretty powerful web of bondage, doesn't he? So no one's going to love you. No one thinks you're valuable. If people see you, That's you right. know, you're not worth anything. That's right. And um, I would have <clears throat> friends who are, are, are fabulous. They've, they've been my friends for a long time in California. Mm-hmm. And there were, uh, anytime I'd actually go anywhere with my friends or my family, I've got a gorgeous family, um, I would slowly but surely, if we were walking somewhere, I would slow down mm-hmm. and slow down and slow down until I was walking behind them. Mm-hmm. A good a good amount behind them. Okay. Because uh-huh. I didn't want to embarrass them. Mm. I was thinking, if I'm seen with you, it's not good for you. Mm-hmm. For you. Yeah. And I'm sorry that you have to look at me. Mm-hmm. And that's really, I actually said those things out loud mm-hmm. sometimes. I'm mm-hmm. really sorry you have to look at me. Mm-hmm. And I meant them with everything yeah. in me. Right. You know, the girl shoe. Now I'm cute. So, yeah, you, know, you are well, cute. I've been cute, but. No, yeah, <laughs> you are. <laughs> you are cute. Well, that's, that is a powerful breakthrough that you've had, that your identity is not based on your looks or your job. And our identity or our self-esteem, self-worth, in this case I'm going to really talk about our identity, is not computed in God's economy based on how well we perform. I mean, when he looks from heaven, he sees us, he loves us. We are his daughters, and he also sees us through the filter of Jesus Christ. And that is so wonderful that, you know, Jesus laid his life down for us and shed his blood for us, and he created, as a mediator, he created a filter that when God sees us, he sees through the sacrifice of Christ. And there we stand, glistening, holy, beautiful. There's that song, um, Mercy Saw Me. Have you heard that song? Oh, yeah. Ooh, and it's just, you know, um, it says that, um, that when God looks down, he sees us through the blood of Jesus. And mm. he says, beautiful. Yes. 
you know, ooh, I right. love that song. Right. <laughs> so what would you say to the lady who's listening that maybe she doesn't have the traumatic past that you do, but maybe um, I know a lot of girls who, you know, in the third grade, they were already full figured or, you know, they mm -hmm. weren't the little stick okay. or they, for me, I, I had the bright red hair and the white skin and freckles. I wasn't the tan little blonde You're girl. You are now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have the straight stringy you know, bouncy hair that the, all the little blonde girls in school had. Um, so, but, so my self-esteem was rocked too at an early age. What would you say to the woman who's listening to us? Any encouragement? Oh my goodness. Especially if it's about body image mm -hmm. or that I'm still, of course, you know, in that, in that fight, you know, sure. I know that God's going to win. I have no mm -hmm. doubt that I'm, my outsides are going to look like my insides yeah. someday that what is inside happening was going to look, I'll look like that outside, right. you know, at yeah. some point. It'll manifest on the outside. It will. There's work that I need to do, though. Sure. Um, to help that along, you know. Mm -hmm. um, but what I know is that if there's women out there who are hearing this, mm -hmm. that they're not alone. Yeah, right. You know, I know that in those moments you feel isolated and, like, I'm so embarrassed I don't want anyone to know that's how I feel about myself or right. whatever – the secret is that you are embarrassed for the world to see or show or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, I would, you know, I mean, that's when a good girlfriend yeah. <laughs> comes in really handy. handy. Yep. <laughs> when you when you know that I'm just about to show you the ugliest I can get it's and I'm, I'm safe. Yes. You know, um, find yourself someone that you can ask to pray with you and that can be on this journey with you. I have... Thank God, several women who are walking with me mm -hmm. through the thing. Mm -hmm. Don, you're one of them, and, and there's several other ones. And I'm so grateful for that mm -hmm. uh, because not only um, will I get a hug if I need one, I'll also get a slap in the back of the head. Yeah, sure. <laughs> right. You know, that's what accountability is, and that's what love is. Saying, right. knock it off, stop it. Don't continue on that path of thought. Yeah. Change your thought. You know, I was, Amen. That, 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 that word about transform your mind by renewing your mind mm -hmm. and transform mm -hmm. that's a promise right there yes and so i was reading that scripture mm -hmm. uh starting on monday and i thought romans 12 yeah and i was thinking lord this is a tr this is a you promised that if i try to transform you know read your renew. word if you renew word, your mind you renew my mind that i'm going to be changed you'll be changed you will be transformed so, I'm just, so i started to pray that yeah you said it yeah not me <laughs> Right. Those are your words. Right. So, and I'm holding you to those words. You know. Amen. Your part uh, is to read the word yeah. and renew your mind. Yep. And that's what the word does. Yep. And God says, I'll do the I'll transforming. Do work. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You do your work. I'll do mine. Yeah. Yeah. I had, like, you know, I had the tendency, always have, of trying to, I think that God can use my suggestions. Mm -hmm. You know. Yes. <laughs> he, I, you know, I used to pray kidding but you know lord i know that when you come around in my way thinking that yes <laughs> right you'll see i'm right <laughs> yes uh, let me help you with your thinking god yeah Another... clearly you're misunderstanding me right <laughs> <laughs> but you know the it don't let the enemy win mm -hmm. um we have that we have tools and the word is the biggest one yes. but the word of our testimony mm -hmm. that's going to be the thing also that that's we're gonna that's overcome. gonna be the thing that's gonna change the world right there. Yep. It's people right. hearing what God did for us. Yeah. And 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 actually, you don't actually have to always say that with your mouth. Mm -hmm. You just say it with your actions and with your life. 
Right. You know, and um, that's hard to do for people who suffer from no self-esteem or low self-esteem. You feel like you don't deserve it. Right. You feel like you don't have anything to share with anyone else. Exactly. Who am I to tell anybody anything? I'm going to embarrass God. Um, yes. I mean, you know, that's how I, I felt. Obviously, it's God's biggest and, laugh. You know, which a few moments ago you were talking about how you walked way behind your family, mm-hmm. you know, and friends. and friends, much like, you know, the, the servant or the slave that would say, I'm not worthy, I'm not worthy, or the leper that couldn't come oh around the people, you yes. know. I'm a leper. Yep. And, um, you know, we go through life you know, taking the back seat and, you know, sitting in the, in the, mm-hmm. the bucket seat in the yeah, back, the bucket seat in the, back <laughs> the, the back 40 while everybody, or we're in the, you know, um, what am I trying to say, stadium while everybody else is on the field of life. Yeah, yeah. Having, and it's time to say no to that. Yeah. You know, I'm going to live come out of the dark. I'm going to come out of the dark. You know, I'm going to live God's dream for my life. A couple of years ago, um, I was sitting at your dining room table, mm-hmm. and I told you about what picture in my head mm-hmm. about the dark. Remember that? Yes. About I had always had this picture in my head since being a grown-up mm-hmm. of myself um, in a situation that I was put in when I was a little child, being um, kind of, you know, in mm-hmm. dark, in a cage, sort of yeah. locked in a cage, right? And put in a dark place, mm-hmm. and um, and. I remember that when I would come out of that dark place, mm-hmm. the sun would be so bright it would hurt my eyes. But I always didn't I didn't feel safe then. I wasn't yeah. protected. I wasn't exposed. hidden. I felt very exposed. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of um, that's kind of the scariest place right. to be fully exposed that way. Mm-hmm. But um, I want to encourage those of you who might be just afraid. Fear was so huge to me. I oh, thought God yeah. wanted to hurt me. Oh wow! I, I thought since I was a little child that He wanted to to hurt me. Mm-hmm. You know, in mm-hmm. the, the in whatever way He could. Mm-hmm. And so I was afraid of Him. I wanted Him so much. Yeah. I had that still that little girl thing where I used to wear my slip on my head and run around my house and pretend, wait for Jesus to marry yeah. me. I wanted to marry Him. Uh-huh. And so I still had that thing, you know, but I didn't know how to reconcile right. the, the the little girl Jesus. But, that I knew it was true what my papa told me, that God was real, that he loved me, he couldn't love me any more than he did right now, mm-hmm. and that he would always be there for me no matter what. So um, those two things were hard to reconcile. Yeah. Um, the God I wanted him to be and one that thought I thought he was. He was mm-hmm. you know? So yeah. I encourage you, um, those are lies. Those are lies. No matter what it feels like, looks like, smells like, tastes like, right. it doesn't matter. Mm-mm. Because the word says. The word is true. The truth. Yeah. Read the word. Right. Stay in it. I mean, I can't tell you how important that is. Even if it's just a little bit um, in the morning, I find myself sometimes just like slammed. And I, mm-hmm. But I just need, you know, like a job, you know, a quick shot. You yeah, know? absolutely. And, and so right. I do the little, you know, what I call my my, fat, my takeout, my devotional takeout. Okay, <laughs> so right. Just Drive little, through. Yeah. So I'm doing my, but, but you know, uh, it's a connection. And all day long, I'm focusing on that one scripture. Mm-hmm. All day mm-hmm. long, it's in my head. I, mm-hmm. I keep it written down somewhere. Yeah, so I'm looking and you're all meditating day, all day. on yeah. that. Yeah, chewing um, on that, getting it in your and spirit. your mind will you will be you'll be surprised because you won't actually know when it happens. Because mm-hmm. I never have these huge things have been happening to me. Yeah, things I've been praying about for years and decades. Yep, these breakthroughs and and they're all of a sudden they're dropping away, and I'm not even noticing when it happens. Mm-hmm. Right. So. You'll be amazed. One day you'll be like, what the heck? I didn't even know I knew how to do that. Right. 
how did I even how did I even get here in this place? You know, I used to be afraid of this, or I used I would never have done this before, and now I'm I'm not worried what people are thinking of me. I'm actually doing, you know, the thing that God's called yeah, me to do. Yeah. You know, today we had we're at the church. Uh, Tribe Church. If you if you don't have a church home, I encourage you to come by on Northland Drive, 9 a.m. and 11. No, 10:45. 9 a.m. and 10:45 are services. But I was at Tribe's Church today, and one of the groundskeepers, the men came inside, and he said, "The barn is filled with stuff. Yeah. I can't get to the tools, the real thing that I need, because there's so much clutter in the way. We need Ooh, to clean good. it out." And sometimes our mind is like that. We can't get to the truth because there's so much clutter in yep. the way. Yep. There's so many lies in our thoughts that we right. need to actually discover what those lies are. Right, exactly. And there's pull a, them down. You know, we can now, I'm right now going to totally promo my friend's book. Okay, yeah. Shelly Beach wrote a fabulous book called The Seduction, Silent Seduction of Self-Talk. Yes. If you can get a hold of that book, do it. It the is silence. a hard read, but it's all truth. Okay. If you want to grow... That's the book to get. Yep. It will transform your mind. It totally will if you're brave yes. enough to finish it. If you're brave <laughs> enough to finish it. Well, and that's what this is all about. And um, thank you, Wanda, for being with me today and for letting us just reprise this thought. But if you're brave enough, I love that word because I really believe that God is calling his women to become courageous. courageous. We're hearing this word in songs. We're singing about being brave. We, our, our podcast a couple of weeks ago. Our podcast, courageous. yep. Being on, being courageous and being vulnerable, even though it's, mm. that, that's a horrible word, word to some of us, we feel like that means exposure and pain and hurt and, hurt and abuse, disappointment. disappointment. And it's not. Being vulnerable be, means being willing to come out of the dark place and say, I'm going to live life. I'm going to feel. I'm going to feel. Yes. I'm going to be like. My favorite book is The Velveteen Rabbit. Yeah, I love that. Rub me raw, man. Rub all right. my fur off me. Right. <laughs> because right. I'm not any good until, you know, yeah. I, can't, I don't know what it is until you... The I Velveteen Rabbit. Such a great story. And it's, a, it's an allegory of our life. And it is. We want to feel. We are real. I'm not going to just pretend my way through life anymore or hold up some image that's not even true. It's just an image. It's cotton candy. Yeah. But there's no substance to yeah. it. So thanks for being a part of this today. Thank you so much for having me. I love it. It's awesome. And I just want to speak to you sisters out there. Once again, this is Don Scott Damon, your Freedom Coach. And you can join us by going to our website, the not the, not the. Freedom <laughs> Girl Sisterhood. Just one ask. Yeah, FreedomGirlSisterhood.com. We have a blog there, radio program you can connect to. And we'd love to hear from you or my website, DawnScottDamon.com. And Wanda, yours is? It's WandaSanchez.com. Wanda Sanchez. Sanchez, you're Puerto Rican. Puerto Ricano. Okay. <laughs> That's the only thing I can do besides order Taco Bell. Okay, she can order Taco Bell in Spanish and say whatever it is Puerto you just Ricano. said. <laughs> awesome. Well, we hope that you have a great day. Remember, girls, live strong, live free. Trust Jesus Christ. He loves you, and you have every reason to walk around with your head held high because you are valuable in God's sight. We love you. We'll talk to you.